Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Lots coming up this hour, baseball, more racing. Right now, though, enough of me. More of the star of the show. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. NFL draft six days away. It is just slowly but painfully getting closer and closer. The Indianapolis Colts right now have the fourth overall pick in the draft. A lot of rumors circulating earlier this week and late last week about the Houston Texans possibly not going quarterback. Arizona Cardinals could trade out of number three overall. Chris Ballard today had a pre-draft press conference, and he was asked on if he has any indication on how the first three picks will go. No idea. No, and I don't think anybody does. Now, everybody thinks they do. I mean, of course, everybody thinks they do, and everybody has an inside source that's given them information of what's going to be done. But I think, as you all know, just look at the mock drafts. And tell me how accurate they are after the draft. You don't, nobody knows. Nobody's giving out information. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Other topics that were discussed with Ballard because you know he loves his draft picks about trading up or trading back. You always have an idea of both ways. How far you're willing to go up, how far you're willing to go back. You always have an idea. And then the board dictates that too a little bit. Like, all right, so here's a, this is a great, I'll never forget when we took Braden and, and uh, Darius. And we took a lot of criticism for taking both of them. But we had them ranked high. And then I just remember, <laughs> I remember walking up to the board and telling everybody, like, who's left? It's like, look at, I mean, there was nobody left at those positions. I said, this is it. If we don't take these two guys, right, it's a, there's a scarcity now going forward at the position. So, and they were ranked as we had them as highly ranked players. So a little of that plays into it too. One thing that you have to do as a Colts fan is applaud Chris Ballard and the entire operation at West 56th Street in the Colts complex because they keep everything in house and nothing gets leaked in terms of how they are leaning in the draft. And he explains how that's even possible. Like I have a great deal of trust of our 
internally of our people. You know, they kind of know. I mean, they're open. We're very open with information. And for a reason. That's how you grow. And I think that's how everybody can grow. The more information you're able to see and see how decisions are being made, it's how you grow. But with that comes great responsibility. And with that responsibility is nothing gets out. Um, so I, I feel pretty... I'm pretty confident that, you know, our information is staying in-house, um, especially with some of the stuff I hear. Um, I know it's staying in-house. That was in a conversation with Matt Taylor and J.J. Stankovitz after his pre-draft press conference, and I thought he was going there. A little bit of the sponge, or not the SpongeBob, but the Spider-Man route uh, with the cliche, with great power comes great responsibility. NFL Draft. Thursday starts at 8 o'clock. That'll be the first round. And then day two and three, et cetera, will follow Friday, Saturday, and through the weekend on Sunday. Bottom of the fourth inning out in Seattle. It's 2-1 advantage. Cardinals all scoring in this game over the Mariners coming in the second inning. Jordan Walker, a very talented rookie for the Redbirds. Is one for one. He had a double that scored Nolan Arenado and Wilson Contreras in the second inning. Through three innings, Steven Matz has struck out four, giving up three hits in that one run. Jared Kelnick is off to a solid start for the Mariners. Had an RBI single that played a Teoscar Hernandez. NBA playoffs right now at halftime. Minnesota Timberwolves, Denver Nuggets, advantage Nuggets in the series and in the game. They're up by 661-55. Four players in double figures right now for the Nuggets. Make it five as they are now underway in the third period. Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Michael Porter Jr. each with 13, but it's Nikola Jokic pacing them and scoring with 14. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Elijah Robin, Robertson and Eddie Garrison doing the heavy lifting. I'm just glad to be here working with these two extremely talented young men. Brendan King joins me. Speaking of talented young man, the voice of the South Bend Cubs, I apologize um, to call you so late, um, but I hope you've had a good day. I hope you've had a great day at the ball yard tonight. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Coach, it's, uh, it's been a great day and it's been an interesting couple days, and I'll tell you why here in a second. But no, I am just in my hotel here in beautiful Midland, Michigan, here in northern Michigan, after a big 7-3 mm-hmm. to three win for the South Bend Cubs. And uh, Cubs have tied the series up at, at two games apiece. So, yeah, today was a great day at the yard and, and a positive day at that. So two more games to go in the series tomorrow at 1 o'clock and then Saturday or Sunday at the same time. So uh, looking forward to that as the Cubs trying for, to go for another series victory. We just stack them up. That's the idea, right? Stack up series victories. And if you can stack enough of them up, you can win a championship again. 
just something they seem to have figured out how to do. So tell me how they win this game today. Yeah, Coach, things got started well for South Bend. Playing a run in the top of the first inning. Coach, a guy that we are going to be talking about a lot here this summer, his name is Hayden McGeary. 15th round pick of the Cubs, draft steal. We talked about him a little bit last week. Division two guy, under the radar. Coach, he is now hitting over, he's hitting over 400 on the season. He's 400. He, He is one of two South Bend Cubs to have played in every game so far. He has played in all 13 games, and he's hitting 404. He had three more hits today. And Yikes. he is looking, man, coach, he is looking more and more like a draft steal by the day. He's on an eight-game hitting streak. He had a big double in the first inning. Yesterday, coach, Bradley Beasley, our leadoff hitter, hit a home run on the right. first pitch of the game. Uh, never have seen in my life a leadoff homer on the first pitch of the game. That's unique. Um, so, yeah, first inning has been kind to the Cubs the last couple of days. South Bend added two more. Our catcher, Ethan Hearn, ripped a double into the right center field gap in the fourth. Uh, we eventually, Coach, led 4 nothing after five innings of play. Really? A big shout-out right. goes to our starter, Brandon Birdsell, fifth-round pick of the Cubs last year out of Texas Tech. Uh, this was his third pro start. You would never guess it. He went four no-hit, scoreless innings, Yikes. struck out six. So uh, the, uh, the bats were great. The mound was great, and uh, you know tonight's a dominant win for sure. Well, you win a few games if you if your pitchers are pitching and your hitters are hitting. Last time I checked, uh, but I want to remind everyone: uh, this is a uh, South Bend Cubs roster that has filled with top prospects in the Cubs organization. And to their credit, and to the uh, to the farm system people, the scouts, they seem to be worth all, all of that time and effort they put in to get these guys. That's right, Coach. And the way the game ended tonight, I think, is a good sentiment to what you just said. Kevin Alcantara is the top prospect that's on this roster. Um, MLB.com ranks him as the Cubs' number two prospect. Uh, he was the kid the Cubs got back from the Yankees in exchange for Anthony Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So big, big, big pedigree there. Uh, he's still only twenty. Uh, he's a young man from the Dominican Republic, six foot six, two twenty. Um, you know, I think we talked about him last week. He looks more like a stretch right. four uh, on the basketball court. He did an unreal mm-hmm. diving, leaping catch on the warning track to end the game. Uh, it was a ball belted right center. It looked like it was going to be extra bases. Uh, right. Alcantar uses those long legs, six foot six, to track it down and make a diving play on the track. And uh, that's how the game ended. So some exclamation point, uh, a big exclamation point at the end of the game, too. So were you out of control on the air on that uh, on that play, or were you? Uh, you, know, I'm, you know, you've got it on your highlight <laughs> tape, I'm sure. Yeah, it's actually it's already posted, and uh, I like my call. No, I, I didn't get that. You know, coach, one of the things that I've learned from my mentor, the great Pat Hughes, the Hall of Fame voice of the Cubs, is uh, you know, as much as you want to uh, have those big calls where you're yelling and screaming, uh, the big biggest right. thing I've learned from Pat is. The, the job of a baseball radio announcer is to be the calmest guy in the ballpark because you got to tell everybody what happened on the air, right? So you want to get excited. You want to get excited. You want to have fun, but uh, you got to keep yourself under control. All right, I need you to hang on because I'm having fun. I love this country. Anytime I get a chance to talk to you. Uh, but we've got the scoreboard update with your boy, 
Eddie Garrison. So we'll come back and talk some more baseball with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm at a Garrison Major League Baseball going on right now. They are in Seattle. The Cardinals, that is, they're taking on the Mariners. Top of the fifth, 2-2 is the score. Seattle just tied it up in the bottom of the Forte Oscar Hernandez with a solo homer. He's been responsible for both runs. He delivered the solo home run there, and then he scored on an RBI single from Jared Kelnick. In the bottom of the second, after Jordan Walker doubled that play to Nolan Arenado and Wilson Contreras in the top half of the second inning. Games that went final earlier this afternoon, Chicago White Sox, Tampa Bay Rays, 8-7 final score with the Rays coming from behind to defeat the White Sox. They hit a walk-off two-run home run with Brandon Lau. That was a part of a three-run bottom of the ninth inning for Tampa Bay. The Rays scored four in the bottom of the first and three in the bottom of the ninth with one run in between Chicago offensively. They did not get enough production from Luis Robert. He was the only player in the starting lineup that did not register a hit 0 for 6 today. Andrew Benintendi was 2 for 4. Elvis Andrews had two RBIs for the White Sox, and the Tampa Bay Rays are now 16-3, and an undefeated 10-0 and at home. The White Sox now 7-12. and The St. Louis Cardinals are going into the middle of the fifth now, still tied at two. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org, their website. We resume our conversation with Brendan King, the voice of the South Bend Cubs. Cubs over the loons today. It is the loons, right? The loons, coach. Yep. Yeah. Seven to three, Cubs win this one. What's the, uh, what, what's a loon, I understand, is a bird. I know that. So I, I don't need to be schooled on that. So is this logo one of your favorites, too? This logo, Coach, is not as um, creative as the Beloit Skycarp one is. There is no okay. – um, because, as you know, your favorite logo, the Skycarp, has a bird holding a wrench. I still don't know what the wrench no, is No, no, I like that. But Well, yeah, No, I like it too. I, I like it very creative. But, no, this one is more of a basic bird logo, although I, I do love this ballpark here in Midland in northern Michigan because – uh, Midland basically is Dow Chemical Central. It's where Dow right. has their national right. HQ, and literally the town—the town is Dow Chemical. And uh, Dow bought the ballpark, and uh, they operate it. It's very nice. So, uh, big fan of the yard, and that's uh, a great place to call a game. All yard getting paid for it. Um, what did I miss? Did I miss something along the way? I mean, and, and with the Cubs, for heaven's sakes, you're going to see – you get to see these guys. How many guys are in – are with the big club that you've uh, that you've broadcast in your career as the voice of the uh, South Bend Cubs? How many guys have moved up to the big club? Uh, it's a great question, Coach. I am right – I'm pulling up the active roster as we speak. Pretty cool today. I'm sure you read Drew Smiley, Chicago Cubs starter, took a perfect game into the eighth inning. And uh, it was an infield yeah. single, infield single that ended the the perfect bid. Um, so that was cool. But the guy that pitched the last inning and a third coach for the Cubs, a scoreless work. His name is Jeremiah Estrada. 
He's an excellent story coach. He had elbow and arm injuries all of his career. He was drafted mm. by the Cubs in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then actually, Coach, last year he started with us at high A. And then at the end of last year, he made his big league debut in Toronto in the same year. And, um, wow. you know, that those stories, you just don't hear of them. And uh, yeah. now he's back in the big leagues. But uh, happy for a guy like Jay who um, who has earned it to this point. But, yeah, he went the last inning and a third today. And I do want to answer your question. I'm going to count with you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Ten guys, Coach, right now on the Cubs roster I have uh, had a prior wow. uh, working relationship with, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, that number's just going to continue to grow because, as you said in the last segment, the Cubs system is just loaded with talent. And uh, quite yeah. frankly, yeah. Uh, the, the guys, the, the future, the next core are not even at Wrigley yet. And uh, that's the exciting part. And uh, more are on the way. All right, so uh, loons again tomorrow, right? Trying to wrap up the series, correct? Loons again tomorrow, Coach. One o five start time, and then we also play on Sunday. So day games the next couple days. And, ah, uh, coach, it, right. Coach, if I could just say, if I could just say this too, um, yeah, I know as you much are time a, as you want. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I I want to selfishly say this. Um, I know you are a grandparent, and. Uh, I've yes, devoted the last yeah and world's devoted, greatest grandson. Devoted, oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But I've devoted the last couple broadcasts uh, here in Midland to my family. Unfortunately, we lost my grandmother on Friday. Uh, oh, no, on Wednesday. No. Yeah, but uh, right. I'm so, so sorry. I did not know. No, it's okay. Yeah, well, I was get, I was uh, getting ready to call everybody, but I figure you know let's talk about it here on the big show, but. Um, right, you know, I've devoted right. the last couple broadcasts, and it was cool because my grandfather, who is still around, uh, my grandma Ada passing, but my grandfather's still around. He got to listen to the broadcast last couple nights, and um, family Great. tuned in. Great. So that was special. And, uh, you know, everybody's sad, but everybody's uh, remembering her for sure. But, uh, you know, well, uh, it's never I, I, easy, but uh, we're devoting the weekend. No, to her. not at all. Well, I, uh, you know I'm very, very sorry. Very sorry to hear that and feel badly for you and your family. And I will, I will say this, I, as you, you know me as well as anyone, I've been blessed to have a whole lot of fun in my life. I've got a chance to do uh, more than I thought I ever would. Uh, but the greatest joy in my life is to be a grandfather, without question. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I know that your grandmother and your grandfather – Mom and dad, obviously, are enormously proud. The joy you brought your family and your grandparents especially is something that you will um, tr- should cherish and will cherish the rest of your life. That's the kind of relationship that you're supposed to have, and I'm thrilled that my wife and I have that kind of relationship with our grandson. I love it, Coach, and that's, that's the best perspective to take for sure. We um, had a lot of great years. And uh, yet they, she was uh, they're the Italian ones. So uh, had some unbelievable right, pasta right. and red sauce along the way. And, uh, uh, she right. was the best. So but, uh, yeah, those are the memories for sure. Let me tell you, let me give you this memory. My wife and I, I was talking about this off air with uh, my my studio producer, Elijah. My wife and I, we got married when we were 18, right? I think yeah. not a lot of people understand this. So we uh, we, va- we we honeymoon uh, 
in St. Louis at Bush Stadium, doubleheader with the Cardinals and the Cubs. Hmm. Okay? that That's living. Now, let me tell you, in one of those games in the doubleheader, it was <coughs> – excuse me – Bob Gibson versus some guy named Ferguson Jenkins. How about that? <laughs> that guy. That guy, those guys. That guy. Those guys squaring off going at each other in, in one of those games. It was a 1-0 win by the Cardinals, by the way. And it was, I thought, my wife, it was 97 degrees. Uh, and you know, this is the dead of summer, right? July 3rd. Right. And middle of summer, we're there. And we are, we're out in it. My wife hated it. I was in heaven, quite frankly. Uh, so that's my Cub connection. So there you go. Small story. All right. So when do they come back? When do the Cubs get back to South Bend? Coach, we got an off day on Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday to ironically play the St. Louis Cardinals affiliate, the Peoria Chiefs. Now we're talking. Uh, that'll be a six-game right? Yeah, that'll be a six-game series. Uh, I will be taking the series off for obvious reasons. But, right, um, right. But uh, the Cubs are back, and it will be the first of a 12-game homestand. So uh, we're going to get plenty of time at home. And uh, the the uh, Peoria series, it should be fun. Cubs-Cardinals Midwest League style, which is always – you can always feel the rivalry down here too, uh, for sure. sure, especially when – because uh, they have the Cardinals logo on their jersey. Our jerseys are you know, Cubs lookalikes. You know, right. so we, we wear the white pinstripe uniforms at home. So it, it really does feel Cubs Cardinals. So that should be a good time. All right, we got about a minute and a half here. Uh, pitch clock, how's that working out in the bigs? I think everybody's happy with it, Coach, and uh, I think I told you last week too. I'm I'm literally getting texts from from big league guys in the booth, like you know how did how did you put up with this thing last year? I said you'll get used to it, I promise. And then you know now I'm getting texts the last couple of days said, oh BK, you were right, and so I think people are adopting to it pretty good and uh, are becoming fans of it. I, to me, it doesn't rush the game; it just keeps things going on a steady pace, and that's exactly what the game needs. Yeah, everybody needs to just take a step back. They've been playing for uh, over a hundred plus years. Uh, I, I think they'll be okay, right? And this yeah. there have been changes to the game before. Just calm down, everybody. Brendan King, again, my condolences to you and the family. Thank you so much for brightening my weekend by calling. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks so much. Thanks, coach. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, a great friend, a great broadcaster. My condolences to the family. Um, we will continue. Short break. We'll come back, talk some, uh, talk some football, talk some racing. We got a lot going on. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. NBA playoffs today. One game going. Two are in the books. Let's highlight the first two games that have gone final. Atlanta Hawks picked up their first win of the seven-game series, hopefully on their perspective, against the Boston Celtics, 130-122. Trey Young, 32 points. Clint Capella with a double-double, 10 points, 11 rebounds, and DeJounte Murray had 25 for the Hawks. Jason Tatum with 29 for the Celtics, and Marcus Smart provided 24 points. 
for the Celtics, who lead the series two games to one. New York Knicks, they take a 2-1 series lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers with a 99-79 win in this game. Leading all scorers with 22 points. On the losing side of things was Donovan Mitchell. And with 21 points for the New York Knicks was Jalen Brunson. R.J. Barrett with 19 for the Knicks, who held the Cavaliers to 32 points in the first half. At the end of three right now, Denver Nuggets lead the Minnesota Timberwolves by six, 94-88. Timberwolves looking for their first win in the series. Denver has dominated the first two games as they lead two games to none. All five starters for the Nuggets in double figures, and Bruce Brown off the bench is also in double figures. Leading them in scoring is Michael Porter Jr. He's got 17. Nikola Jokic has 16 points, 9 rebounds, 10 assists. Anthony Edwards, 25 points for Minnesota. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Having a great night talking about baseball, talking about basketball, just talking about all kinds of stuff. Let's talk a little uh, minor league baseball. Indianapolis Indians in action in Memphis. This game just wrapped up. The legendary Hall of Fame voice of the Indians, Howard Kelman, joins me. Howard, good night. Uh, thank you so much for taking time to join me. How'd our Indians do tonight? Well, Bob, for the fourth straight night, Memphis defeated the Indians. And Memphis won the game 8-4. to four, And Memphis now has won 11 games in a row. Yikes. And the Indians, the Indians have just hit a really rough stretch. They lost the first game of this series Tuesday. They had a 4 nothing lead early. They had a mm-hmm. one-run lead with one out in the ninth inning. And Memphis got game-tying and game-winning homers. But the last three games, Memphis has won by five runs, five runs, and tonight four runs. So i got to tip my cap to Memphis. Absolutely. And I, I think the other thing that, that – and you've been in this game uh, for a while. You uh, have a great perspective on it. It's a long season, and these kinds of things happen to a team. They do. You're exactly right. The Indians are now 7-11. and 11. There's a long way to go, but they do need to bounce back. You try to avoid, you know, you try to right. minimize the losing streaks and maximize the winning streaks. And you try to avoid something uh, like a long losing streak. So we'll see if they can win one of the next two or both of them. They are playing day games both tomorrow and Sunday in Memphis. So we'll see if they can bounce back. And uh, a lot of strikeouts in the game today, Bob. 25 strikeouts. Mm. Memphis struck out 13 times. The Indians struck out 12 times. That is a that's a phenomenal number, Howard. I mean, seriously. Yes. And then kudos to the pitchers, for heaven's sakes. Yes, I would say they deserve credit. The Indians' pitching staff leads all of professional baseball in strikeouts. They've struck out more batters than any other team in professional baseball. The only other thing is we wanted to translate into wins. They're 7 and 11 right now. That's kind of uh, that's interesting to be that solid with your pitchers striking people out uh, and and the the wins haven't necessarily followed. That's a little unusual. 
Right. It definitely is. Uh, but again, strikeouts are important. But in this day and age, a lot of teams and a lot of players strike out. The most important thing is how well is the staff right. doing. Like tonight, the staff struck out 13 batters. But what's more important is they gave up eight runs. It was not a good night. Hmm. You know, the disconcerting thing is, like you say, you, you had some games uh, where you're being outscored four and five runs. Uh, I know it's early. We talked about that, obviously. But still, uh, to have teams handling you that easily is a little disturbing this early on in the year. Yes, it is. And as I said, the first night in the series was different. The Indians had a four-run lead and a one-run lead in the ninth inning. So that's anybody's game. But these last three games, it's been all – these last three, as you said, Bob, it's been all Memphis. But – Tonight, the Indians were down 7-1. to They make it 7-4. to They get a couple of home runs, one from Ryan Belade, one from Chavez Young, and they're within three runs. But then the last 10 Indian batters in the game are retired, and the offense was mm. shut down completely. We've talked about it before. Timely hitting and good pitching will win you a lot of baseball games, and certainly uh, that's the case right now. Memphis on an 11-game win streak because of those things. All right, what's up tomorrow for the Indians? Osvaldo Beto, a right-hander, will be on the mound, a young man with really good stuff. And when you're going through a challenging time like this, Bob, you look to your starting pitcher to give, give you a great effort and hopefully end that skit. When are the Indians back at Victory Field? They'll be back at Victory Field Tuesday, 6.35, start against Columbus, start of a six-game homestand. Remember, every Tuesday, the dollar menu in effect at Victory Field, hot dogs, peanuts, popcorn, Cracker Jack, all for $1. Get out to the ballpark Tuesday, support the Indianapolis Indians. Hall of Fame broadcaster, legendary voice of the Indianapolis Indians, Howard Kelman. Howard, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Bob, as always, I thank you very much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You're welcome. I'll look forward to it. Thanks very much. Howard Kelman, Indians catching the wrong team at the wrong place at the right time in Memphis. I mean, at the wrong time. Memphis winning 11 and a row. Eddie Garrison, scoreboard update extraordinaire. Hello, Eddie. How's it going, Coach? So, did you catch Mr. Ballard's press conference today? I know we've had a lot of sound about it. Did you Did you catch it? Uh, I know you heard parts of it. Uh, what was the general theme, other than we don't we don't know what's going to happen in, ahead of us, so it's hard to make a decision right now? Yeah, that's pretty much the basic gist of it. Is that they don't really know what's going to happen in front of them. Uh, Chris Ballard also did say that they have 17 players with first round grades. I thought that was a little bit revealing in terms of how possibly weak this class is. Um, so I think this could honestly even may open the door if there's a player that the Colts have a first round grade on late in that first round they may take a look at trading back into the first to get that player if you know the price is right obviously because everyone knows how much Mm -hmm. Chris Ballard covets those draft picks but that's pretty much the biggest takeaway is that Chris Ballard just like everyone else has absolutely no idea what the Houston Texans are going to do with the second pick uh, or what the Arizona Cardinals will do with that third pick 
See, and I'm sure there's quite quite a bit of gamesmanship <laughs> involved in this. Uh, why, if you if you are one of those teams ahead uh, of the Colts, why would you want to share that information? Uh, why would yeah. you want to give them? Do you mean, come on? I mean, they're, everyone's territorial about this for the obvious reasons, and why why are we surprised that we don't really know? And you know, I'm, I'm curious in terms of the rate. And you mentioned they're rated as first round uh, players. W- what is it that you have? W- what traits do you have to be graded as someone in the first round? My guess is knowing Ballard and how much he covets the character aspect of this is that they have the marriage between the talent to be a first-round talent, and in, in their eyes, I'm assuming this is a guy that can walk in the building on day one and become a starter right. for the Indianapolis Colts, and I think he only sees about 17 of those players in this draft out of over 300 possible prospects, mm-hmm. which is a uh, very small percentage. Just kind of puts things into perspective that every guy that you see in the first round isn't just a shoe-in name that you can pencil in at the top of the depth chart for that position, but uh, where I started all this and saying that the Ballard stresses that the character aspect has to be there because that is something that he had issues with when he first took over the job as the general manager is that the culture of the Indianapolis Colts was not in the right place because of the previous regime. So he's put even more of a stress on making sure he maintains the kind of culture that players want to play for, first of all. And second of all, the type of culture that players want to re-sign and stay in Indianapolis for because when you have a terrific culture from the top down Mm -hmm. with ownership, it helps you retain some of those players that could look to move to bigger markets because of various of amount of things that's well said eddie that's that's very well said and it's it's very true i find it uh, interesting to hear all of the pre-draft uh discussion and then see how that works out uh, if you don't mind, after you finish your scoreboard update, you revisit this re- issue with me, and we'll talk about that. Eddie Garrison coming up here soon with a scoreboard update. Last one of the night. He's been fantastic on that. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. We'll talk more Colts, talk some more basketball, much more baseball and racing coming up tomorrow. So join us for our Saturday night show. Eddie Garrison again coming up with a scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. The final one on the night. Let's highlight all the scores from today. Going on right now, it's the bottom of the sixth inning. And the Seattle Mariners just tacked on two runs. They now lead 4-2 to two over the St. Louis Cardinals. Chicago White Sox, they blew a 7-5 to five lead in the bottom of the ninth inning as the Tampa Bay Rays walk it off with the Brandon Lowell two-run home run to pick up their 16th win of the season and stay undefeated at home at 10-0 Chicago, now 7-12. and 12. The Baltimore Orioles just edged out the Detroit Tigers 2-1. Final score as they walk it off in the bottom of the ninth on an Adam Frazier fielder's choice. Baltimore now 11-7, Tigers 7-11. Drew Smiley carries a perfect game into the eighth inning as he goes 7-2 and thirds and strikes out 10. But David Peralta spoils it as the Cubs win 13-0. Nico Horner 
Cody Bellinger, Trey Mancini, and Patrick Wisdom all go deep for the Cubbies. The Reds' losing streak is now up to four as they fall 4-2 to the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are now 14-7 and on the season. Mitch Keller with his 11th consecutive quality start. Six innings pitched, two runs, five strikeouts. The Reds are now 7-13. and NBA playoffs, Denver Nuggets up 10 on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Seven and a half to go, 103-93. Cleveland Cavaliers take or fall in game three, 99-79 to the New York Knicks. And the Boston Celtics fall to the Atlanta Hawks, 130-122. Boston still leads the series two games to one. Back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Eddie Garrison. Eddie, I've renamed you as Eddie G. Is that what? Is that your new on-air name, Eddie G? That's fine. That's got a ring. No, 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 no. That's got a ring. You've been using that? Uh, No, I have not. Oh, feel free. Go ahead. All right, we're talking about the Colts. So, (laughs) excuse me, Eddie. Let me sneeze one more time. Bless you, you're Uh, (laughs) I've been battling this cold for two weeks, for heaven's sakes, and then... I go and get some, you know, I have, it's well chronicled, uh, the, the heart problems I have. I mean, heart attack, quadruple mm-hmm. bypass, you know, all these kinds of things. And when you're, when you survived all that stuff, you, you know, you, you're taking a little bit of medication. I'd call it a lot of medication, frankly. So I get some of that refilled and I, and I've never really paid attention to reading the things that they have with it. So I'm reading this and, and no, 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 I'm, you know, reading, I'm reading through all this and it says may cause coughing. Oh, you think? So maybe that's why. That's, so that's why I got this cough that won't go away. So we were talking about the Colts, um, and the draft, is it, it's not me. It seems like we've been talking about the draft for nine months. Yeah, it seems like that. And that's because it, the Indianapolis Colts don't have what the Indiana Pacers have, and that's hope. Uh, and right now, oh. the Colts fans, <laughs> Easy does it. <laughs> well, it's the truth. I mean, when you look at the Pacers, they've got right. hope. They have Halliburton. They have Benedict Matherin. They mm-hmm. have Andrew Newmark. Mm-hmm. They have a top 10 pick, hopefully, coming in this year's draft. And some flexibility, as you heard with Jeremiah Johnson earlier. You can catch that right. on the podcast right. later tonight. I thought that, that was a great some, interview. I did, too. They have some cap space and some flexibility. They could do things uh, this summer. But they, on the Colts side of things, right now, they don't have a quarterback offensively the only true weapon that you can count on that has had proven success that is Jonathan Taylor you have a you have an offensive yeah, line who yeah. struggled last season uh, struggle and, is being kind yeah the defense <laughs> didn't look good either last year right. uh, sure I mean you can play it you can say that uh well when they're on the field for 60 to 75 percent of the game that's going to make the body sore it's a good point wind right. down so I mean that is a critical part in that on the defensive side but they don't have much hope right now. There's no direction uh, on where the Colts are going because they don't have that quarterback position locked up. Mm-hmm. And right now, I think a large part of the reason for the heavy draft conversation regarding the Colts for so long is that you see Bryce Young. He's arguably probably going to go first overall to Carolina. And then mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. some question marks about the guys behind him. So as Colts fans, they're not typically uh, typically used to this situation of not having a right. franchise quarterback and it makes it even more of an uncharted waters situation because the guys that they will be looking at at number four are guys that have some baggage around them. Right. 
You mean Gardner Minshew's not leading them to the promised land? <laughs> I think you and I both know the answer to that question. <laughs> no offense to Mr. Minshew, but Correct. but I'm just I'm not sure it strikes fear in the hearts of some of the uh, opponents. Uh, but again, I'm not a draft analyst, and I, I'm not a, a general manager. Uh, I share your concern on a number of fronts. That's Eddie Garrison. Eddie, it's always great to work with you. I appreciate it. Likewise, Coach. Uh, and uh, wonderful job. When when do we get you again on the big show? Next weekend. You'll have me both oh. uh, Friday and Saturday night, I believe, next weekend. I must be a lucky man. I'm a very, I'm a very lucky man. All right, Eddie. Well done. Thanks, Thank Coach. you very much. Eddie Garrison. Scoreboard update, extraordinaire, finished up for the night. Um, there's a lot more, though, to talk about. Um, uh, in, in terms of the draft, the draft coming up next week, um, it's been discussed and discussed and discussed. Um, I'm just um, – I have great <laughs> – great respect for my colleagues that are uh, – flagship stations in Indianapolis to do this on a daily basis for talking about this and maintaining an interest as long as they have. All right, final break, final thoughts. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Sign up today, help lives. In the future, anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. More than 1,000 Hoosiers are waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Once again, they're incredibly important website, driven, the number two, savelives.org. Uh, yesterday, I received an email um, from Eddie Garrison, as a matter of fact, telling me that Scott Eaker, the University of Indianapolis, WICR, their general manager, uh, was retiring. Um, the importance of this is in 1994, Scott Eaker, who was uh, my play-by-play guy at IUPUI, uh, when I retired, resigned, or whatever, um, called me and said, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't really know. He said, I've got an idea for a radio show, and I think you'd be great at it. And that's how Indiana Sports Talk got started. It's in uh, This was in um, August of 1994, and we got started. His vision, Scott's vision was a statewide post-game wrap-up show and we've stayed true to that mission um he had the great vision to create a, a product like that so uh i, I get uh, i get too much credit for what i do or what i've done um, this was scott eaker's idea from start to finish uh, and i am enormously grateful that he gave me the opportunity uh 29 years ago um there, I hope in your lives, you've had people who've taken a chance on you and gave you an opportunity and hope that you've had an opportunity, a, a transformational opportunity, a life changing 
opportunity. And that's what Indiana Sports Talk has been for me. And uh, I will never, ever, ever be able to repay Scott Eaker for giving me literally the opportunity of a lifetime to be the host of Indiana Sports Talk. Uh, it's been a labor of love. I've tried my best, um, and I've, I've hung in there for 29 years, but none of this is possible without the, the belief and faith that Scott showed me in the early days and continues to. It continues to be a very close personal friend, and I'm, I'm honored to call him my friend. He's a, a visionary in many, many ways, one of the smartest guys I've ever dealt with, and, and I value that. And more importantly, I value the decision he made and the opportunity he gave me. I wish him the best. I can't thank him enough. And so, you know, thank you so much. My thanks to the man himself, Elijah Robertson, Eddie Garrison. Thanks to all of you. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.